Welcome to Space to Face, a podcast where we encourage you to build the online and offline presence of your brand. Whether your strength is online or in person, we believe there's business magic to be made in the blending of both. This is a podcast for passionate creatives and entrepreneurs who want to bridge the gap between their online space and meeting face to face. I'm Paige Poppy. And I'm Asia Crescent. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump right in. Hey everyone! Hi guys! Welcome back to Space to Face. I really want like to have like a specific cadence like space to face or like space to face. Ta-da-da. <laughs> I have a problem with that. Like I can do so many different inflections that I'm like, what is my true inflection? Who am I really as a person? <laughs> Who is my identity? <laughs> so we are talking about something today that probably the entire internet has been talking about and topic for sure hot topic and before you click away and you're like i've already heard all the conversations about this asia and i thought what a perfect conversation for space to face because you guys know we are blending the online world and the face-to-face in-person world for our businesses and everyone's in an uproar right now because instagram has made some announcements that they are going to be changing their algorithms so Uh No longer will posts be chronological just based on when someone posts them. It's going to be more catered to you, mm-hmm. what you like, your interests, you know, who you keep up with the most. Um, we have no idea what's going to happen with that. And honestly, I think it could it could be good. Like if someone is really already loving you, they're probably going to see you more. Yeah. But I guess the fear is that you're not going to be attracting new people. So right. today we're going to be talking about how. We don't have control over these platforms, and this is why face-to-face interactions and networking become so important because that is something you do have complete control over. Totally. And that will be today's conversation. I feel like the conversation can just end there. Okay, everybody have a great day. Get off Instagram and go to a coffee shop. (laughs) Go to a coffee shop. This is the goal. Yes, really. I feel like it's so funny because I feel like we're um, almost like we're competing in – Almost like we were like Samsung and Apple came out with like a new something that's like Samsung's like, see, Apple's doing this wrong. You should just come over to our side. And we're <laughs> – so I kind of feel like we're competitors with this or something. Like, um, see, this is a solution. Just become a facer. Exactly. But we, of course, we are always encouraging people to do both. But we're really talking to people who are in like so much fear about this and who are like relying on Instagram or relying on Facebook, which nobody should ever do anymore. Um, we're relying on Pinterest to get their work out there because it's like such an unstable platform. We we always try to get the title of our episode before we go out so we can kind of have like that as our guideline. We have uh, 35 different titles for today. So as we go, we're going to kind of narrow down ex- specifically what we're saying here. But some of our um, ideas have been social media changes. Socializing doesn't. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Which is true because like in-person connections have stood the test of time. It's something we've always done. And uh it's one thing that hasn't changed and no one's needed to uproar about it or boycott it. Yes. Um, I'm surprised to see so much negativity coming from this, but here we are trying to offer a solution to that. Totally. And people are just like, I think they're just worried. They don't know what it means. Nobody knows what the word algorithm means. Like they're like, what does that mean? Like, I don't understand it. And so it is just kind of like scary. Like, is nobody ever going to see my stuff? How am I going to see stuff? But um, if when, when I first heard of it, I was like, this is not, it doesn't really concern me that much, to be honest, because I feel like 
I have great content and like people like my stuff. And so I'm just going to get my stuff out to more people that like my stuff, just like you're saying. And I've noticed that like on Snapchat, I never watch anyone's snap story because I have so many people that I follow that I can't find the people that I really like and really want to follow. And I would love it if snap made this happen where it would only show me the people on top that I really wanted to see and could kind of could just like watch my engagement with them and know that I need them to rise to the top. It could have a fancy algorithm and then everyone else I can just check on sporadically. So that would be great. And I think too, there are so many Instagram accounts where I type in their username and go seek them out because I know I miss stuff. And like, there was a time where like Suze is my friend. She's my oil painter friend. I would like, I told her, I was like, I don't see any of your stuff in my feed. So those people, you seek them out and we can only hope that like our audiences will do the same. Yes. I can't wait to get into all of that. It's going to be a good conversation. So we are really going to do our best to offer solutions for facers. We also have some spacer solutions. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the different fears you might have. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, what what are you doing today? What up, girl? What am I doing today? I'm doing so many things. I actually just like wrote a mini blog post on Instagram, which we'll talk about using Insta as a mini blog about how like I am so overwhelmed with Instagram right now because I have so many shoots that I want to show off that I'm like, oh my God, how do I like... This is why I started posting three times a day when I I can. Literally have to because I have like just so many amazing things that I want to put up and I'm just so like overwhelmed in my awesome talent and skill. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let's, Uh, let's, let's, uh really quick word of advice here mm-hmm. i felt this way for a while where i was like i have so much stuff like if i'm gonna be, not in a cocky way if i was honest i could probably instagram five or six times a day because mm-hmm. i could be like i could also include more like things of photos that inspire me and yeah. i remember kind of when i hit this dilemma i like what wrote in a facebook group and i was like i really feel like i could post three times a day but like is that annoying and people were like you should stick to one or two like you might feel like you have a lot of content now but you might run out in the future i remember that uh-huh. yes and i think i think we both talked about it and i was like oh yeah that's makes sense i have just decided that uh, my creativity builds on itself yes and it only continues and i don't really see a foresee a point where like the well is going to dry up and right. if that happens, I do, like, repost old pictures of, like, paintings or, like, yeah. I can always find, like, a client photo or a customer photo to, like, repost. Totally. So I would like to put an end to that advice. And if you have a lot of stuff, I, I started to feel overwhelmed because I was, like, I don't feel like I'm sharing enough quick enough. Right. So right. I would encourage you guys out there on the subject of Instagram, share, share, share. Feel free to post. That's a real thing because after you told me that and I was, like, I would love to start doing that, um, like, if we were just going for like numbers and just engagement, like people feel like they know me more, they feel like they know my work better, et cetera. And so I think it is like a really great piece of advice. Like feel free to post. I mean, obviously not as much as you want. I think what's irritating is when you post like four at one time. So when people yeah. are scrolling, all they're seeing is Spread like- Spread them out, do morning, afternoon, and night. And okay. I, I think about this too, like the people that I love following the most, I wish they posted more. I always totally. think that. Like I go and like, if they only posted once that day, I'm kind of let down. Yeah, And yeah, yeah. I mean- they're more power to them if they're like busy with their lives but they might also not be posting very often because they don't want to annoy people and i'm like please share more yeah so then we can do a little if then if you feel like you have a lot to share that is like really showing off the amazingness of your work feel free to share it and if like that feels good for you if it doesn't don't feel a pressure to share more than you need to Um, but like the fear of being annoying like just ixnay that fear because that's not like a real thing it is annoying if you post like four times in a row so don't do that but other than that, it's, like, not annoying. I love no. going to – like, I look up, like – I don't know if I found them through you, but 
um, shop priceless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then when Windsor store, I think is another one that they just like post like really adorable outfits all the time. They post like five or six times a day. So I, they're one of those people that I actively search out and I look and I'm like, Ooh, I've been buying so many things from them online. It's insane. Um, we sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt what you're up to. So what else are you up to? Who knows what I'm up to over here. I am just like, it is busy season. Like nobody's beeswax. I think it's been busy season for like two months since we started, since we had that episode about it being slow season. (laughs) Remember that one? And then it's been yeah, busy season. My to do list is like I have this one sheet of like current projects. The entire paper is full, and I'm like, "Yep, oh man, just <laughs> insanity." And yesterday, I thought it'd be a great idea to take the day off because I worked so hard this weekend. I had five shoots, including a wedding, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna take the day off, and I'm gonna go shopping in Santa Barbara with my girlfriend." And it was so lovely. We got foot massages, but like every five seconds, I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't do this. Oh my god, I didn't do that." Like, there's so many things I didn't do. I had like, "Hold on, wait. Sounds like a really fun story. Give me two minutes to." email a client really quickly like in the car so I can catch up I was like god I just this is not like not not the work-life balance has been a little too life balance for me this is a this is real talk I've been like really splitting it evenly and trying to be active like with my personal life and then realizing like I'm so overwhelmed so I need to build some more systems and just make more of a balance or I need to raise my prices here it is because a little too much work um but like what a great problem to have (laughs) honestly lucky such a great problem so um I think what I put on Instagram was like my first world problem of the day is that I have too much too much to share much to share I feel Uh, you but it's been it's been amazing I like I was thinking I have these like revelations all the time where I'm like oh my god how cool is it that I love what I do and like I had this really great high school shoot on Sunday evening and like as we know I really want to start getting more into high school senior portraits and I learned so many things in that shoe and it was so cool to like know that I'm still learning so much and still um like just loving soaking up and finding new things you know like when you when you do something and you know that you want to learn more that's how that's how you know that you are interested in it and really love it like if you meet somebody and you're like I don't know want to know anything about your life you probably don't like that person very much yeah. but when you like someone you really are interested in their life and it's the same thing with like passions and hobbies so we did this one thing that's so funny and I oh, I'll have to show you a video page so I think you'll think it's hilarious but there was like no wind and I wanted like some wind blowing and her boyfriend came so I had him like flick her hair up like take it from the bottom she had really long hair and like flick it up so it looked like it was wind. Wait, anymore. that's so funny because you had Jake fl- fan me with my yes. flannel when we were in Sedona doing our photos. And that yes. was like the most like bombshell wind Seriously. hair. The wind was just amazing. So I tried to do it with the flannel thing and it didn't work with her. So I just had him like straight up flick it and it worked so amazing. And I was like, all right, this is now a tool in my toolbox. <laughs> like <laughs> Someone flicked there and it looks so sick. So it was cool to be excited about new things that I'm learning. And just like I've been doing this for five years now and I still like am so in the honeymoon phase with photography and it just feels really good to realize that. So even though I'm like up to my eyeballs overwhelmed with with shoots right now, I'm like, God, imagine if I was up to my eyeballs overwhelmed with crap that I didn't like. That would suck. Uh, you know, so <laughs> what are you up to, sister? Ah, uh, for I had to say, I feel like we're very like clear headed today, like yeah. rolling out some like like we haven't messed up once recording. Seriously, when does that ever happen? That never happened. I know when you were giving the introduction, I was like, okay, girl, <laughs> see you. Yeah, I I felt maybe because it's something I really have like I already talked about this on Snapchat a little bit, like mm-hmm. so maybe that's why. Yes. Okay. Anyway, what you up to, girl? I. I'm like freaking out because yesterday was just unreal, like a day for the books. Um, I signed a lease on a co-working artist studio. Oh my gosh, it's so incredible! Like almost like a month to the day after I got my office space. What a I great- know, and yes, yes. and I have to say, like, 
I've been a big believer of like working at home. Like I don't mind it. And I think it's been like good for me because I like go ride my bike. I jump outside or like I Uh make healthy meals and something about photography is the same way, but something about art too. It's like, I really feel like I'll, I'll be more willing to invite people in more and just be like, here's all the work I have available. You can see it. And, you know, client meetings are going to be that much easier. And it's right in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale. Like, I made a video yesterday. I made a vlog. I uploaded it last night. And, like, I started crying when I I walked away. And I'm not very emotional. And I was just like, what? I was like, I have an art studio in, like, one of the most beautiful cities in, like, America. Mm-hmm. and I'm, like, so grateful to be, like, building my dream life, so it was really cool. I'm, yeah, I remember you texted me yesterday, and, like, we're so freaking lucky. I think you even maybe used a curse word. I used a curse word. I was like, this yes, is necessary. Like, this we is we so don't necessary. use we don't use the F word on the podcast just so we don't have to have the explicit, mm-hmm. but that's what I said. I was like, we are yeah. living the freaking dream. We, yeah, like, it's just so insane. I think about, like, my, like, life motto quote is, like, she designed a life she loved, and that, like, that passive tense makes it feel like it already happened but then I saw another one that was like design a life you love and it was more of like a like it's the same thing you know but more of a command and it was like just really got me and how amazing and lucky we are to be able to do that just to have like the wherewithal to know that we can make decisions that is is leading us to a life that we love and things aren't happening to us as much as we're making them happen and that's so what you're doing with this office space it's incredible I'm so so exciting and it's just like a feeling of immense gratitude and it's really cool and like I've also been like a firm believer in like not creating too much overhead in your business or like any business so if I would have like from day one been like I'm renting this studio well okay I should say I had a studio like the summer when I started but Mm -hmm. it was like dirt cheap like temporary like only for the summer but this is more of a like actual commitment but this just feels like the right move and I felt ready I was like you know what this is an investment but I feel like it's an investment that will like double itself okay maybe the rent is so ins- is so much but like i'll make it back because oh. like the creativity will flow more people are welcome yeah. to come in it's just going to be like Huge. what is the word uh exponential yes yes i can see your little fingers Da-da-da. going up I, yeah. I use that a lot we're actually next week going to be talking about the importance of investing in your business and in yourself and what a great time for us to do that because like right now we're doing that with our office spaces, you know, so it's, it's, we're really coming from a place of knowing what that means to invest in your business. So I don't know if I necessarily agree with you on, on the, like having small overhead for your, for the business, because I think that investing in it is so big, but maybe when you first, when you first start, like if you, if you were only doing like one shoot a month, like I feel like maybe in the beginning you could like invest that money back into like a new camera, like an investments in general, but maybe like the office isn't exactly what you need at that moment. Yes. Overhead investment. I was blending into meaning one thing, but they are different. Yes. Um, It's just a feeling of like immense gratitude. It's really cool. It's really exciting. I can't wait to see it. And it's going to like, I was just thinking the other day, I've been shopping for clothes a lot recently. (laughs) I don't really know why because I'm not really a big clothes shopper. Um, And I think that like being in this office just makes me feel like very professional. Like my other office was great, but I wasn't, it was smaller and it wasn't, I just wasn't as professional. And so being in here, I'm like, I really want to like exude this professionalism, like with my person as well as my space and make sure they- tell me about it. Now I'm like, oh, I can't just paint my workout clothes. Because people are going to be watching you. That's so yeah. funny. And it, honestly, it just, like, it roll. It, um, 
it's exponential. It just kind of like flows into everything. Like now I'm like, okay, my studio opens at 930 in the morning. So I would like to be up earlier, have all my emails answered and be dressed before I go. So it's just kind of like it pushes you in such different ways. And you talked about this too. Like let's say like your rent got higher or something Mm -hmm. on your studio. You always feel like you could rise to the occasion and like meet that and make it happen. Yeah, totally. And like you just like you like knowing that like I have this bill for my business gives me like enough pressure to be like I have to make enough money for this to be worth it and I have to use my office in a way that makes it worth it. Um and it just what this is like part half. I was just going to say we're kind of getting into next week's episode, so we'll stop okay. ourselves. Let's go now. back to what we're actually talking about. Yeah. Um yeah, let's let's do that. So, back to the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Instagram so, algorithm issue. There's been so much stuff about Instagram changing its algorithm. I just got an email about Pinterest changing its algorithm, honestly, which I feel like is none of my business. Instagram and Pinterest can do whatever they so please. I don't really need to know about it. Yeah, um, we, we – I'm very aware, and I think other people are too, that like we do yeah. not own these companies. Like no. someone invented this app and sold it and can do whatever they want with it. And I do think that Instagram is a very community-based platform. So I think that them especially are going to be – they have a culture of creativity and I think they are going to be fair and they are going to consider how important it is to many creatives lives and businesses, but we have no control. We have no control. Another algorithm that we're super familiar with is like the changing all the time is Facebook. We know like every other day Facebook changes what it's showing you, what it's not showing you, what you have to pay for. And like, you can see like, Oh, 5% of my people saw this, which is so frustrating. And like, not only has it made, it's made you be like, okay, I can't put all of my stuff on Facebook. Yeah, and it's kind of even, like, admirable that Instagram made, like, an official announcement about it because, like, Facebook kind of changed on its own. That's I true. will say, too, that I've even noticed YouTube changing because I go to my subscription box and I see, like, a lot of the people I follow, but not everyone. And there are people mixed in there who I am not subscribed to. So they're sharing you other content. And then, like, I've noticed some of the really big YouTubers with, like, millions of subscribers, they, like, aren't in my subscription box, but they are promoted on the homepage more. And Mm -hmm. YouTube is starting to promote, like, older videos more from, like, you know, 2012. And they're like, oh, you may also like this. So the thing is that Instagram may have already even been doing this, and we just don't even know. So it's cool they made an announcement. And, like, all the platforms do this, and there's always ways to work around it. Yeah, like, the reason that they are sharing, like, <clears throat> what I don't like about them sharing the announcement is like, what? Okay, well, what am I supposed to do about it? Exactly, like, and it was a little bit vague. It was kind of like, we're gonna do this based on like who, like the way that they described how people will ask for more of your content. Like, oh, your most engaged people, like the friends that you keep up with the most. It's like, well, how do you know that? You yeah, know, yeah. What I mean, clearly they have something. But like, the only thing that we can do about like they're either giving you two, they're not giving you solutions for that. Unless they're saying you have to pay for sponsored posts, which is what Facebook did, which is why it felt so icky. Facebook was like, we're not just going to change it. They're like, we're going to limit it unless you pay us. And that kind of sucks. And then maybe Instagram's going to go down that way too. But really what we're like mainly going to focus on right now is the fact that like Instagram is not the only place that you need to be sharing your work. And if you're like mainly a spacer and you're doing a lot of things online, it's an excellent platform and we highly recommend it. Um, I mean, like there's, we both of us have gotten so much business specifically from it, but it should not be the only place. So you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket is what we're really saying because then when things change you're like oh my god what am I going to do and so a a big huge solution to this is meeting people in person people should know about what you're doing not just on Instagram 
totally. This is like a wake up call even for me. We'll talk about online solutions in a minute too, but I'm like, yeah. oh, there's so many new things I haven't added to my portfolio. Totally. You know? Or I'm there's so saying. many things that I've like microblogged on Instagram that I could yes. evolve and, uh, and elaborate on into a full blog post. Full blog post. It's what just an it? extra step. It'd be such a cool project to go back and look at the things and be like, let's make a full blog post out of these, you know? Yeah, it, that, I think you could honestly scroll through your Instagram feed and, like, think of it. Like, I was going to write one about, like, how the studio space has been, like, a good investment and changed my creativity, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I can't, I'm probably going to talk about that on Instagram, but I'll be, like, more right. thoughts on the blog. Yeah, and it's I think it's great to treat your Instagram like a little micro blog, but that's not in lieu of using your blog like an actual blog. Totally. Well, like, so I jumped ahead. Let's go back to the in-person okay. connections because yeah. yes. now we're getting into websites. But yeah, there's there's no limit on the in-person networking exactly. or just talking about what you do. And yeah. like we have told you guys, so much of it is just simple. Like, hey, putting it out there, letting people know what you do, letting your friends know what you do. And, yeah. and there's nobody that's going to be like, like, there's no, like, puppeteer being like, now you have to mention what you do 422 times before someone can, like, wants to book with you. You know, like, it's not – nobody's changing, like, the the equation of the efficacy of, like, your, your in-person connection with someone. Um, it's, like, so much more – not only is it, like – more um profound to have a connection with someone in person but it's not going to change no one else like owns that connection and they can't just be like just can't like instagram could just shut down and could just erase all of our work we put yeah. it yeah that's yeah, why like, i'm surprised to see such backlash because i'm like mm, it could uh, just like your account could accidentally get deleted totally and like nobody can do that to like the memories that you have with a person you know and so you need to be investing so much into the in-person connections like think about what is the main reason that you're doing instagram like like can you name three reasons you're on instagram mm, yes to share photos and visuals and my diverse skill set <laughs> Love it. God. um to have to connect new people to my yes. work and maintain existing relationships and connections with existing audience members yes. And, like, all of those things can be done in person because yep. my, my answers would be the same. Like, yes. I want to show people that I'm working, that I'm currently working, that I'm producing new work what and what it is. I want to be connecting with new people, and I want to be still in the minds of people who have already connected with. So it's exactly what you're saying. And, like, we can be doing all of those things in person. The the showing off work thing, that is not necessarily a facer. So we don't have a facer solution to that because I don't want you guys walking around, like, with like a huge board of like, here are all the paintings that I've done. <laughs> yeah. But, but like a good example of that is like having an in-person studio and all of my paintings will be there and people will like see them either walking by or coming in to meet me or like right. very good point. just being in the space. So, yes. or like it's an, maybe like you have an iPad and if someone's like, oh, you take, you take photos. Like, can I see them? Like it doesn't matter if you don't have an Instagram account, you right. always have that iPad with you and like no one's going to take away those photos from you. Uh, right. Hopefully you've backed them up. Okay. <laughs> But I think that one would be more of a like a space or solution because it's like that's why you should be having things on your own website. I mean, not that we own the internet, but you have some you have control over your website and you don't over a social media platform. And so that's something where you could you know like just refer to people to your website instead of like go oh, go check out my portfolio on Instagram. I am so guilty of this, and so are you. Like it's like I like I haven't updated my portfolio in a year. Literally. Totally, I have a tendency to like. My, I'm still proud of my website and like it shows oh, that I'm professional and active and so I will tell people like hey go to my uh website but I will say like for my most recent 
uh, pieces go to my Instagram because it gets shared there first. We probably should work on that. We probably should make the order change and it should be on the website first. I've actually have like shared with you my protocol of like social media for um, photographs. No. Or portrait sessions. So after I wrote this down in my notes, so let me pull these up right now. After a senior session, first thing I'm going to do is post a behind the scenes because people really like that. I'm going to post a little video on Instagram. I'm going to do a sneak peek, but only linking to a blog post where I put more pictures. So not just one picture, but like, here's a sneak peek. Which you did for Jake and I, and a lot of people went and looked at it. Yes, exactly. So I think that's really great. So not sharing something that ends there, having like a next step that they can take on my website, which I think is great. And then um, blogging the favorites from what they choose later, not important. But I have input in my like workflow, picking out my favorites and immediately putting them in my portfolio. Because I have this in my mind that I should only update my portfolio like once a month or now apparently once a year since I haven't done it since last season. Um, but if I could just continuously do it, no, continuously be updated with like, and how amazing would I feel as a professional to know that like, oh, if you go check out my portfolio, it's constantly being updated. Instead and it's of, like, my most, most best. It's my best work yes. right there. Also, yes. this is a really good argument for like why you and I love Squarespace so much because it's so fast and quick to edit. Like I love that I have like an event page on there and I'm just like, well, here's what I'll, where I'll be tomorrow. Yeah. Like I try to update it more in advance than that, but you can just do it instantaneously in 10 minutes. So yeah. I really like that idea. That's awesome. I should start yeah, doing I, that. I'm really, yeah, just like making that part of the flow. Like I've been trying to make like standard operating procedures, like SOPs for the business, like almost as if like when I worked a full-time job, we had these because... And if we, if we discovered like a new system, we'd have to like write out the steps for it. I remember being like so irritated by that, but it was so helpful because if someone else took over my position, I would have everything written out and I wouldn't have to train them and be like, I don't know, let me think about how I get that done. And so almost treating it like if I were to pass on my business, someone else, which would never, ever happen, that's not a thing, but like just treating it like that because there's sometimes when I don't feel myself and I don't want to have to like reinvent the wheel every time. I'm like, I'm not really in the mood to be posting right now, but I just can follow the procedures and it's just so much more efficient. It's the same thing where I pick out my outfits on Sundays. <laughs> it's, it's just like following a guideline instead of being like, should I post it tomorrow? Should I post it today? Should I post four pictures? Should I post one picture? Because yeah. like having a system down is so important. You can even create a rhythm on Instagram of like, I'm going to share behind the scenes, like, or you just said this but like I could do the same thing like it could be I do try to like vary scales so I'll be like a picture of me and then like an up close shot and then like a far away shot and then like an inspiration shot but um what you were saying is very similar to like the workflow of Asana which neither of us have really like fallen in love with but that's like a system thing like you basically create a workflow list of everything you do the point of that is that that website works really well if you have a team and someone to pass on your steps to but like honestly if you created those steps for yourself and like had them in a sauna I know a lot of people share that advice that like let's say right now you feel overwhelmed by like remembering everything you have to do your VA your virtual assistant could Mm -hmm. just go in there and figure it all out click 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 yes yeah that's really that's such a good point but I think what's for me with Asana it just felt like a to-do list and so I was like I was like I feel like I was being repetitive because I have like the analog to-do list and then it was there totally yeah I was like not using it but in the future yeah we could do it I agree or like for you and I with the podcast we we kind of have our protocol in our heads of how we do it like we record and then I edit but now we've kind of like been changing it like yeah and that's good to like how I like that we have it written down on the Facebook group. We have it written down like this is the steps that it goes in because it's just nice to like and if you're tired, it's just nice to have something like that. But anyway, off topic for the millionth time. <laughs> off track again. So overall, the in-person solutions to making more connections offline would just be 
probably everything we've talked about in our past episodes. Yeah. So if this happens to be your first time listening to us, if so, welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you've like jumped around with the episodes. We would encourage you to go listen to some of the more like facer centric episodes to get facer some centric. That was so facer centric. <laughs> one of our very first episodes is is talking about how to be lo- like involved locally, and that's something huge. So this is, I guess, less of an instructional like how to solve the solution in a facer way, which is like that you need to do that. Like the solution is that you can't rely on social media to be the main source of like people seeing what you exposure it can't be the main source of exposure totally because you have to be out there and like not just like exposure of your work but exposure of who you are etc you can't just expect people to find you on instagram and that be the only way they can find you we need to know who you are um and and what you do just by meeting with them in person because it's just that's so much more of a stable environment because what if instagram is like facebook's like you know what i don't want instagram anymore and it shuts down you need to be able to rely on other things mm-hmm. um and i like how you said st- stands the test of time because we're all trying to build businesses that stand the test of time not that we need to like pass them down to like generations or something but in five years if those things aren't trendy anymore we need to be able to stick to the basics and not just be like oh my god i have to like i have to remember i need to go out and talk to people and meet people you have to be doing that the whole time and we you know we know all of the, the benefits of that this is why i feel so nervous for people who like their whole business is instagram like instagram kind of like models because they get like sponsorships for products it makes me it gives me anxiety because i'm like oh my god please make a website or some other platform because you they your your livelihood is in their hands at that point yeah yeah and and it also like you don't have any more funnels so if like someone goes to your instagram and they like a picture there's not there's no other step that they can take they can you know they can instant message you or whatever but on your website they they have i guess we're moving into more like now what the solutions are online is that when someone goes to your website, they have the opportunity to see way more of your work that, that's not just like suited to the Instagram platform, to contact you in a different way, not just Instagram, um, to read you about me, to see reviews. There's so many different things you're putting on your website. So you want to lead people with each Instagram post, with each whatever, to your website. Maybe not with each one. That sounds like very stressful. Um, but you want to make sure that Instagram is just a form of you like showing work, but people leading back to your website where the hub of your business is. Don't put the hub of your business on Instagram or Pinterest or wherever where it could change at any moment. Totally. This is a, this is a good example of why, like, for example, we were – Uh, interviewed on the make it happen podcast with Jen and I've made this more of a habit that this is why I I used to say I'm an artist and a YouTuber and I realized I was like I'm not a YouTuber like I'm an artist who creates videos to uh, promote my work and so I started making sure that I put every video that I made yes it got uploaded to YouTube but then it went onto my blog so when I'm on a podcast or something I can be like I also love creating daily vlogs of my life as an artist or like I made a video about this you can always just say my website is my hub yes go there and find it all same for you you've been making new videos and putting them onto a video page or like getting them all together or incorporating them into a blog post that was actually a big mindset shift for me because I think like I think YouTube is cool so like it was kind of like I was like oh I love calling myself like a YouTuber like that's fun and it does it does very easily communicate that you make a lot of video content but it's better just to be like you know this video is can be viewed on my blog rather than my YouTube channel because then it's like they're searching a new thing. 
Yeah, exactly. And they're able to go to different people. When if they go to your website, they're on your website. They're looking at your stuff. And you get onto YouTube. And even the next, like if you just let it play, it might not play your video next. It might play the sneezing panda video next. And then people are off in whole la la land. And so and it's the same thing on Instagram. Like you are just one of several other posts that are being on Instagram. And on your website, it is you. It is all you. So you want to make sure that you're putting a lot of effort into your website and leading people to it and that being like your main hub. I remember Jen Carrington. Do we even have to say her last name anymore? People should know who she is. <laughs> was like, um, was like, if you want to make any changes, you should change. Like, you should tweak your website. Like, that's the that's the place that you should be focusing like your creative energy and not like, oh, I need like she doesn't even have social media. You know, I and talked about her on Snapchat. I was like, I was like, uh, I was talking about how I was excited about like an Instagram post, and I was like, there are a lot of people who are super successful that aren't even using social media. Like Jen literally uses her website, her email list, and her podcast, and that's it. And that's yeah, and Twitter. And Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But she just reposts stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Um, like she could, you know, she definitely function without it. So we just want to encourage you to not put all of your eggs in that basket. Um, and really be focusing on like your own stuff. And I know that it sounds scary because you're having to like invent a format. You have to think like with, with Instagram, it makes it really easy. Um, and it's almost like the lazy man's way of, of putting something out there. But like we know that that's not that's not one sustainable and it's not like you should be putting your energy into your business more than just posting up posting an Instagram post so mm-hmm. that's I just had this like weird thought about like documentation uh-huh. and I was just thinking about like how many Snapchat stories I've like never saved I think you're really good about saving them or I was thinking about how like everything is chronologically in Instagram uh and how like if you ever want to like document everything and like share it with your kids one day, like don't also leave that in the hands of Instagram, like save all your photos. There is a website I know where you can like log into your account and just save every photo on your account. Wait, how do you do that? Also, this is a big thing for printing photos. Yes, exactly. And like, Mm -hmm. you don't want them like in someone else's hands or like in fate's hands. Uh, Well, we'll have to Google that and add it to the show notes because I used it one time when I was kind of cleaning up my Instagram and I was like deleting a lot of like older stuff or like personal photos. So it just was more professional, but I wanted to still save them. And I was like, well, in case I can't find them anywhere, I'll know where they are. Yeah. So even if you're not thinking about it from a business standpoint, I know we have a couple listeners who don't even own their own business. If you're just worried about losing all your photos, you should save them. (laughs) Save them. Absolutely. It's a really good point. I'll have to look into that because that would be so awesome. I would just like to have them just print it out in general. Um, so I love that idea. Another thing that Instagram is doing like with this whole algorithm being really scary is like we should just kind of accept it as like a challenge to like make sure that your stuff is worth looking up because if you're not going to pop up someone's feed, then like you want to make them want to come back to your Instagram feed, want to come back to your website. There's a lot of people who read my blog who aren't on a, like a blog reader, but they'll come to my blog just to see if I posted anything new. And that's how you know that like we're really connecting that I'm that I make and I'm making it a goal that they want to come back. So that's like it's definitely like a challenge to like make yourself no matter how they change the algorithm to make it so that you're still popping up on people's feeds. Yes, and really putting out the work that you're proud of. Yes. Um, I have some other ideas for solutions too. And like it almost gives oh, – some of this stuff is like stressing me out. I'm like really glad we're having this conversation because yeah. I'm like this is a wake-up call. So yeah. um, there are tons of people. Like their Instagram is their business. So yeah. I hope that there's enough time between now and like whenever Instagram makes these changes to kind of like put some – uh new systems into place so one thing i have done 
and I have been seeing other people do is like inviting your followers to turn on their post notifications. Yes, yes. And saying like, hey, if you really like and and honestly, you can I'm planning to do this. I already talked about it on Snapchat within the context of like Instagram algorithm changes. But I've seen a lot of people being like, I hate that Instagram's changing this. So please turn on your post notifications. Like, poor me. I would, like, spin it into a positive light. Be like, hey, if you really love what I'm doing, I'd love to invite you to do this. Or maybe, like, absolutely. if you're going to launch a new product soon or something, be like, hey, turn on your post notifications so you know about it first. Yes. Something like that. Invite them to do that. And then the next step beyond that would be to invite them to join your email list. Yes. I have been slacking on this and I'm I'm lucky because I have like one opt-in on my site that helps people subscribe but I don't often call to action like I know it's something I should be asking people to do like at least once a week or like at the end of a video or the end of a blog post but that's another step you can take and that's always been the kind of like test of time advice for a while now is like if you get someone's email you're always going to have it yeah. and like the chances that like email algorithms are going to change is very slim to none so true so true it's so funny how people at one time thought email would be like a phase and like how much of like a integral part of society and communication and business it is i know i remember i once saw a post that someone wrote about like they were worried about getting new clients that were young mm-hmm. and they were worried yes they were worried that the like clients wouldn't use email in the future like what and i'm like well i don't know if that's true because it's it's existed like since the internet and like any kind of like professional institution that i know of like a university or a company or an organization is going to continue using email and not be like yeah just find out about our new updates on instagram or like i'll dm you like no speaking of that i had i had an issue with Instagram, another reason I can't rely on it for communication, which is why I put my email in my um, my bio, is that I had someone be like, hey, did you get my Instagram like DM? And I was like, no, I didn't. But it says like, if you don't follow them back, it just says like, you have a message request. Yeah. It's not actually a message or something. There's like a difference between a message request and a message. And I was like, this is why I needed an email and not just like a an Instagram thing because I didn't even know that I had it. And when I clicked on it, I had like three other people being like, what's your wedding pricing? What's your blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even see these because Instagram is like not a reliable way to communicate with people. No. Like so DM. funny though, because I opened up my DMs and I really enjoyed it because I feel like people kind of like to start a casual conversation or like they Mm -hmm. just saw your art so they're like ready to contact you about it like right then from their phone and like a lot of people okay you and i obviously check our email a ton but a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. it's not like a normal thing i guess uh unless you're like maybe a student or like i don't know some people just like don't even look at it right Right. okay i think about like my when i had email before and like it just used to pile up with junk so I have enjoyed the DM thing, but I agree with you. There is, like, miscommunication yeah. there. Like, I had one thing where I was pretty sure I was meeting a client in April, but, like, I realized that I had used, like, weird verbiage, and they thought I was going to meet them in March. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, uh, luckily I didn't miss the appointment, and yeah, we, like, yeah. figured it out beforehand. But, like, there is some risk there. I prefer email, yeah. but, like, yeah. Also, like, even not even just with, like, the words that you're using, but, like, Instagram has made it so that it's not super accessible to, to email people or to, like, message them. No. Like with like them hiding and like Facebook did that at one point too. Now we have that other box. It's like people who aren't your friends who who message you. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And so like that's not like a reliable form. So like if you want to communicate with people, 
you can, I guess, Instagram them, but email them is like the main, like the most sustainable form. That's what you should be. Yeah. Do. See, and I always just- feel like serious inquiries come in through, in- through uh, email. Oh, the okay. weirdest is like when you get a, a, a comment, that's kind of risky because I'm like, I might never see that. So please email me. Yeah, really, please. I'm like, just give me an email. I actually did that on Instagram today. I was like, give me an email and I'll send you all the information because um, it's not easy to do it through. I mean, it's easy. You're just typing, but it's easier to do it on the computer and when you have a more like traceable way of doing it. So anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad we had this conversation. I feel like it's given us new challenges for ourselves to keep in uh-huh. mind. So if uh-huh. you see me uh, pushing people to my email list or writing more blog posts or turning on post notifications. Now you know why. <laughs> but I, I'm excited that we talked about this and yeah, I hope that we offered some like encouragement and like new solutions to this. Yes. So there's, there is some need to worry, but there's no need to freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't panic. Like it's, it's gonna all be okay. And if you guys are having like any problems or any doubts, whatever, just email us, mm-hmm. chat with us. We are like, we are having a lot of new opportunities for you guys to have more access to us. And we're really excited about that. But in the meantime, definitely feel free to email, not Instagram, direct message us. <laughs> I do feel, I will say, I do feel like we're in a good spot with the in-person connections that we have. Yes. And the community. Like, I always feel like, I felt like that way before with like sales. Like, okay, might be a slow month online, but like at least I have these two local events coming up where I will sell. So yeah. I kind of think of it in the same way where I'm like, okay, Instagram might not be my BFF anymore, but at least I have these in-person connections yeah. for and potential not, clients. Right. Like like I could have 1,200 million shoots a week and like post once on Instagram and maybe get five likes. But Instagram is like the measurement of Instagram is not the measurement of your business no. at all. So having to, to like remember that and, and know that like, Yes, putting effort into social media and putting your work out there that way is important, but not measuring yourself that way is also a huge thing. And the biggest argument is like, if I think of someone like who's needs something, so let's say someone needs photos or someone needs art, the first person that's going to come to their mind is like someone they know in person. Yes. Or a friend or like a friend of a friend. So you could be like that really cool account that someone loves following but if their best friend like or if they're like someone they've met at a coffee shop also Um, is a really good photographer they they are probably going to choose the person they feel most comfortable with so So that's the best argument for like this whole discussion yes Uh, that's that's really great you can just cut that out and put it in the beginning that's the title that's what yeah that paragraph someone more likely to hire you if they know you Yes, it's so true. And, and social media like, gives us the opportunity to make people feel like they know us, which we yes, think totally. is so cool. That's, like, why we love Snapchat. Yes. But um, in-person shit, man, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought you said shipment at first. And I was like, <laughs> I don't um, But it's, like, it's just – it's a way for people to connect with you in person. So don't – it's it's good to use Instagram as the initial step and then take another step. What if Paige and I were just Instagram friends? That would be so sad. So I'm so happy that you can use – I'm so happy that we, that we did use the internet to make – in-person connections i agree i agree so yeah. that was a really great episode and yes. we are talking tomorrow again yeah and we are going to be uh master planning the webinar that we are hosting on march 31st it's going to be at 5 p.m and you guys know last week we announced that we are working on creating a community. Mm-hmm. So the community will be launched and available 
on the day of that webinar on the 31st. So excited. So excited at 5 p.m. But the reason we're talking tomorrow is that Asia and I are actually recording an exclusive episode. We're working on a video mm-hmm. and um, part of the perks of our community is that you will be getting exclusive content, more access to us. So uh, tomorrow we will be recording the first one of those, which is pretty exciting. It's so cool because we share so much on the podcast to like anyone who's listening, but we really feel like there's like deeper level stuff we want to be sharing with a smaller community. And we're really going to be able to do that with the people who are part of this community that we're launching. And we're going to be able to offer like, like just some, we know that there, the, we want the conversation to be two ways. And right now it is just one way. And then we get the listener survey back and we, we get so much feedback and we're like, oh my gosh, we have so many th- more things to offer that you guys need, but it'll be great like in real time to hear what you guys need from us. And so we're so excited for this community. You guys are going to love it. I'm so pumped. And also we're doing that webinar in person oh together next week. I can't wait. Next week I'm going to be in San Luis Obispo, California. I have to say, I'm really excited to see you, of course. Yes. I'm really excited because Amy Young, who was our first ever interview episode, is coming to Slow also for a little vacation. So we get to meet her. And I have to say, I'm so excited because this is my, actually, this is like my first trip since graduating, I think. Like, except I went to Mission Beach with my friends after I graduated, but this is like my first trip. I'm finally starting to book more travel now that I've oh like, yeah, got my life organized. Yeah. Travel. I, I wanted it. to travel more this year, but I also like, I miss slow. Like I lived there for four years. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm going to go to the beach so hard. I cannot wait. I'm on a beach so hard. Wait, I, five years. Yeah. But I was in Copenhagen for one of them. That's right. That's right. So, so technically, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I usually say I lived in California for five years when I talk to people, yeah. but, um, I've already been picturing, like, cool beach photos. Like, I'm just, like, I have not taken any of those cool, like, swimsuit reflective sunglass photos. <laughs> I'm really pumped for those. I'm just, like, You're really have, excited. You're like, 12 different bikinis that you can take pictures in. That's so funny. I do have a lot of bikinis. So, I'll be bringing all of them. And all the pictures. Dude, I wonder if it's going to be overwhelming. Like, okay, I'm installing my art show that same day that we have the webinar. I wonder if I'm going to be, like, too many good things. Can't okay. handle it all. I should have spread it out more. Too much of a good thing is a good thing, sister. What if I did that where I was like, no, today was already a good day. So the next good thing has to be tomorrow. (laughs) Space it out, dude. I would have to like stop my day like 830. I feel like such great things happen like all the time. Oh my God. I know every like like uh, when I talk to my mom, I'm like, this happened today and this happened today. And like, I mean, I got this email and like I text Jake throughout the day and I'm sure he's like, Jesus, why do you like text me so many things? But I'm like, so many good things happen. Things. I know. I love it. So many good, so many good changes. And just, that's what happens when you like put your all and put all this energy into business. Like things like, um, what is the fruit and the seed and the harvest? Uh, yeah. That happens. You've been planting so many seeds and so to see them grow is so cool. So, so anyway, so- thank you guys for listening to us today. That's all we have to share. Yes. I mean, so, for, now. for now. For now. Yeah. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs> so until our next episode, thank you guys so much. I should say also, if you are looking forward to hearing our announcement and the webinar and you need an email reminder, uh, please join us. You can go to space2face.com, enter your email right there on the homepage, and then you can keep up with everything we have to offer. And that's going to be really fun. So yeah, we hope you do that to keep up with us. But until our next episode next week, we are sending you guys all the positive and creative vibes your way. And we hope you have a fabulous freaking week.
Thank you for listening to Space to Face, brought to you by Asia Croson and Paige Poppy. To find out more about us and get episodes delivered straight to your inbox each week, please check out our website at space2face.com. Until our next episode, we hope you'll apply what you've learned today to nurture both the online and face-to-face aspects of your business. And until then, we thank you and we will see you in our next one.